Hello and welcome to the Mindset Podcast and this is your host Alex Muir and in today's episode, our episode is going to be with Sue Wilhite. Sue Wilhite is a Master Voyager Terra Consultant, the first master to successfully complete all the requirements by James Wanless, the co-creator of the Voyager Terra deck, who lived and worked in the Silicon Valley for over 25 years. She recently moved farther north in beautiful Sonoma County to have a closer relationship to nature. She has had more than 30 years experience in tarot and metaphysics. She uses her life experience as well as her teacher's collective wisdom in her readings and in teaching her classes. Sue is also a certified law of attraction coach and the author of several books and decks, including 21 templates that run your world, the keys to unlocking your success in business, love and money, the oral Kadek, and setting up your psychic practice ebook. And please welcome Sue Wilhite to the podcast. And this episode is brought to you by RadioGuestList.com, the number one free radio guest podcast and talk show guest expert interview booking service on the internet. Sue, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Hey, Alex. It's been an interesting, fun-filled day. <laughs> I bet it has with, with this uh, whole pandemic going on, eh? Well, yes. And there's been a lot of things that have suddenly been coming together this June. So that's been... Today was one of those many days where I had something at 11, something at 12, something at 2, something at 3, something at 4.30. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. wow that's incredible yeah no that's good that good that's really good yeah because like especially in times like these where there's a lot you know it, it feels crazy but it, what's it what's interesting is at the same time a lot of people are finding tremendous opportunity right throughout this pandemic so if you look closely enough there is some opportunity and silver lining behind the surface of uh, all this you know uh, chaos. craziness chaos. that we're in yeah. Yeah, but that's what that's what chaos is. Yeah. You know, it's the stuff of creation. That, exactly. That's what what happens is you get chaos and if you can dance with it, swim in it, you know, float above it, do whatever, but use it, then that's where creativity happens. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because this week's been a little bit crazy for myself. <laughs> Um, because I'm doing, I'm doing my podcast in addition to my full-time job. Oh. I was off, I was off for two months. I got laid off from my job for two months and I wanted to use that time. I'm like, you know what? I know I got laid off, but I, I really want to go all in on my podcast and really spend the time and try and line up as many interviews as I can. So within a two month time frame, I think I got like 20, 21 interviews, I think. Good for like, you. So it was crazy. And, you know, I'm just like, I got a lot of downtime. I don't want to just sit around and do nothing. That's just not my personality. I like, I like to, I like, I want to hustle towards a personal project. So because I was off, I'm like, you know what? I want to, I want to have some good conversations with people because people are super open to it right now. Yeah. They, cause everyone else is, you know, right. whether they're in business or not, things have slowed down a little bit, right? Like, you know, you talk to a lot of different people and uh, they're either absolutely crazy busy or they're like, you know what? Sure. Yeah. I haven't talked to anyone in ages. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what's so interesting about it is, um, you know, you, you, you can either use the time to 
find opportunity or just use the time to just have a little reflection and be like, you know what, is, is this what I want to continue to do or do I need to make some adjustments? So Yes. And the worst thing to do during this time is to whine. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not constructive and it doesn't do anything. So. I mean, you could whine a little bit. As long as it's constructive whining. As right? long as it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, me and my friend were actually talking about this earlier because uh, so, he had to drop me off because my wiper motor in my car went. <gasps> um, yeah, and it's downpouring outside. What? So I'm like, uh-oh. So luckily I got to work, but it, it can be dangerous because if it's downpouring, you know, coming down hard enough, right. like, you can't see anything. And because the, the, the motor part is, I could hear it, it's working, <laughs> but... Um, it's not, but it, the blades, <laughs> no, it's not what the, the blades aren't wiping the, the windshield. So I'm like, uh Oh, so, um, so my buddy's going to help me out with that again. Cause he helped me put it on originally, but just to have that happen. And then, you know, a few other things happen this week at work and stuff. Um, but it's like, yeah, you, like you said, you got to roll with it and, uh, you know, make some adjustments. So, yeah. One of, one of my, um, I can't call him a direct teacher because I don't think I ever had an in-person class with him, but uh, one of the recordings I heard of one of his classes, um, he said, you know, you just, if you're going to laugh about it five years from now, start now. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You know, if you're going to be telling stories around the fire with a glass of wine and everybody's just kind of, you know, going to crack up, then start now. Yeah, no, totally, totally. And um, I was doing some more background research on you and I, and I've always been very intrigued by people that um, really have that intuitive sense yeah. and they're, they're more spiritual and creative because I really, I just really relate to people that um, they're, they're very open to the universe and they're very open to just other ideas, right. Or yeah. other ways of looking at things. Yeah. Cause I just, cause I don't know about you, but I just feel like a lot of people can be very dogmatic today. Mm. They're like, no, 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 this is, this is the way, this is the only way. And, you know, that's, that's just their mentality. I don't know if that's a generational thing or just, oh, you no, know, learn, learn behavior. Centuries. <laughs> yeah. Millennia. Cultural yeah. all over the world. There yeah. are people who, you know, this is why we have these personality analysis things. Because there are people who, for whom change is bad. So they learn something. They get it. That's the way it is. That's the way the universe works. Boom, you're done. Yeah. That's it. They want it in a box, and that's the only way they want it. And then there's people like me that go, what box? Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. really a box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The The universe isn't something that you can mold. No. Um, well, it's more, yes. You can, I, mean, I mean, you can. You can. You but, can. In but fact, it's, it's, I do. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's what I'm really curious about is like um, – what is your, for as far as intuition is concerned and, and helping you someone find their trajectory or their career? Oh, yeah. Oh, like what, what, what kind of process do you, do you help them with? Oh, goodness. That is the funnest part because I have, I guess I call it downloading because I do come from an IT background as well. Um, I've downloaded so many business plans for people. It, it just isn't funny. People will come to me and go, 
oh, you know, I want to quit my job or I want to do this, you know, in my life. They, they either don't know where they're going or they have an idea. And I just go, oh, oh, you want to do this, this and this. And here's how you set up your marketing and that's what you do. And da, 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 da. and it just all comes into my head. And, and I run with it because I've learned if I'm quiet and I don't trust my gut, I don't trust my intuition, I don't trust the the things that come into my head, then I'm not serving my client and they're missing things. And they'll tell me later, oh, I had this idea that I should have done this, but you didn't mention it. So I figured that wasn't it. <laughs> it's like, ah, no, that wasn't what you wanted to do. <laughs> so, so I use my intuition. And frankly, Alex, I tell people all the time that I think intuition is something that we've all evolved to have. We, 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 evolution, uh, intuition is a survival instinct. Everybody has intuition. It's like everybody has music, everybody has math, everybody has language. Those are things that are intrinsic to us as human beings. And it's part of what makes us human beings. And we've evolved to have these things. So my, what I see my job is to, is to have people be open to new ideas, new thoughts. If there's a random thought that goes into their brain, they can, they can use it. And one of my favorite techniques, um, and I was just explaining this to somebody a little while ago, is whenever I would come up with a with a question that I couldn't resolve or I wasn't I didn't seem to be getting an answer, uh, my favorite form of uh, getting answers from the universe or activating my intuition is um, divination by cafe run. <laughs> and by that I mean I would go to a street in a town somewhere. It doesn't matter what town where I knew that there was a bunch of cafes or outdoor dining or patios or something like that, you know, an outdoor mall. And I'd walk along and, um, and I would have meditated or, or noodled on my question for a bit. And I walk along and the first thing, the first conversation that comes to me is my answer. Wow. So that, so by going near cafes or, going to have a coffee at a cafe and sitting down, it helps you, it helps stimulate uh, these answers to your question. No, it, it literally, I overhear them. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. It's like the first thing I hear, I, I might hear some random conversation. I'll go, Oh, okay. That's my answer. And, and I'll make it make sense. And it works because that's how it works. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I'll, I'll go back to the uh, late Barbara Sher's, uh advice, which is go back to what really made you excited when you were a child. You know, if you, if you wanted to do something or you thought that something was really cool, go back to that and start there. That might not be where you end up, but depending on your personality type, that might be a direction for you to go or someplace to explore. It's, it's like go back to the beginning and start there again, and then maybe you'll have a new jumping off point. I really like that. That's really good. Yeah. One, one lady that I worked with had um, always wanted um, to go to Africa and go to some of the 
um, tribes that were shrinking um, in Africa and videotape them and film them and make it into a documentary. And, <clears throat> excuse me, she had wanted to do that from the time she was a small child. Wow. That was that was kind of her vision. And she went into healthcare and she became a nurse and she did all this stuff. And then she's going, you know, I, I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to be a nurse, but I really want to do this vision. And I'm like, you could get funding for this. <laughs> this would be, <clears throat> you could get a film crew. You could definitely get people on board with this. This is, this is a great vision. And yeah, absolutely. Go off and do it. And so she did, and she got funding, she got a film crew, she got transportation, she got in contact with people who got her in contact with the tribes and was able to get permission to go in and film and talk to people. And um, the last I talked to her, she'd gone to at least two tribes and had three or four others that she was gonna go talk to about their traditions and their origin stories and you know what was what was going on for them. And this was... I want to say seven or eight years ago. It's, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's very interesting. And I, and I find it very interesting as well because it's, to me, it's very rare to have someone that's knows, has that vision so young. Um, because I'm someone that my vision's kind of developed over time. Uh -huh. And it's gotten and it's gotten more and more clear. So more and more clarity over time versus some people they know right off the bat. Oh, I want to be a magician, or I want to be a basketball player, or a veterinarian, or I want to be nurse. a violinist, right. or they just right. know, right? And they go and they run with right. it. Um, and for for myself at the time, um, for the longest time since I was in grade nine, mm -hmm. so I would have been fifteen, sixteen. I was like, I was obsessed with finance. Uh -huh. I was all about finance. So then that led to four years in banking. Uh -huh. um, and that was my sole focus from age 16 all the way up until basically age 23 or 24. Um, and I'm 27 now, but now since leaving banking, my interests have transitioned to fully obsessed with podcasting and building an online brand and an online business. Cool. So it's, yeah. it's, it's totally interesting that I'm pulling like a, almost a 180 yeah. finance right. and marketing or, right. you know, there, there is some similarities there, but <clears throat> it's just, it's so, it's so interesting how it works. But, you know, and this is the other thing that people want to get clear on that they don't have to start. They don't have to stop with just one. Yeah, no, right? for sure. you could, you could, do, I've had a couple of careers in my life. Already, you know, um, I was saying originally when I was in high school, I was going to be a world famous author. Um, I've kind of achieved that. Um, I have a book that is world famous, literally it's in multiple countries. People have read it. People like it. I've communicated with them. I can, I can say that I am a world famous author. Um, I had 25 years in the IT world of being a programmer, database designer, systems analyst, systems designer, customer support, tech support. I did all of that. I was an IT manager for five years. I did all of that. And I've been a hypnotherapist and a sound healer and a, a Reiki master and a teacher. And now I'm a coach 
and I integrate all of that. Yeah, that that's what I'm I find so fascinating is when someone has such a breadth of experience from so many different either sectors or industries and then they they become intertwined. Yes. And how you make them intertwine is what I find so fascinating with with so 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 many people that I've had on my podcast is uh some people are very, very linear right. and they stick within the same right. realm of their expertise. Yep. But I notice a lot, a lot of people, they mix and match. And I, I, I really relate to the mixing and matching, um, changing things up and like sometimes a complete 360. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's, yeah, I guess that's just the way, you know, the way it works out for some people. And, and I think a big part of it comes down to a lot of people need to explore and experiment. Yeah. To, be, to find their way. Yes. And some people are linear. And this is the thing that I love about people is there's no one right answer for everybody. You know, no. people are saying, okay, so what can you tell my listeners about, you know, X, Y, Z, what can they do? It's like, well, if they've got this kind of personality type, they can do this. But if they're like this, <laughs> they need to do this. And if they're like this, then they got a completely different answer. And if they're like this, they're not going to listen to me anyway. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. So it's like, you, you know exactly who you're dealing with because of all your experience and especially with the whole personality type right? and the personality assessments, it, it gives you a very good read on how people might respond to certain phrases or statements or conversations. Right. right. And I tell people that oxygen or water are pretty much the only two one right things for everybody uh, that you can do. <laughs> and and after that, there's not much that you can say is a broad general, all nearly 8 billion people on the planet would be able to resonate with this. It's, it's like you can't say that. There is no one right answer. Yeah, yeah. And while we're on the topic of personality templates or types, yes. um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the tests or the they're, they're either personality assessments or right? tests. And anytime I'm ever in a funk or I'm kind of unsure about myself, I'm like, hmm, like, is this really the fit? Is this my, really my, you know, I feel, do I feel whole with what I'm oh. doing? I always go back to doing these assessments because it always gives me clarity and it always helps me refine my okay. vision. Um, and they're, one of them was called the high five okay. test. It's similar to the strength finder test. And then the other one was called Evo planner. And this particular, um, agenda or journal is basically they give you a test to show what kind of um uh note taker you are and it's and it's it's still about it's it's about brain huh. type and they have four different brain types there's an explorer an architect uh an alchemist and i can't remember the other one but there's basically four different brain types and i'm an alchemist uh -huh. and Good. literally it's like spot on <laughs> yeah yeah it's so crazy like, well, yeah. you know, my book is, a, I actually have 22 different types. Wow. Yeah. The, the four, uh, the, the Enneagram, which has nine, there's bunches of them that have four. Um, there's uh, maybe there's some that have five. Um, but I think I'm, I'm pretty much the only one that does 22. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, but it's, but it's really, it really is granular 
And again, it's one of those things where if you if you stop with four, because I can be an architect, I can build things, I can put things together, but I'm also an alchemist. And, you know, I yeah. like bringing multiple ingredients together. I mean, like what I do right now in my coaching, I bring all of that yeah. together, you know, because I was in IT and I was supporting every single department in these companies that I was working with. I got to know finance. I got to know sales. I got to know marketing. I got to know manufacturing and operations and, you know, high management and all of that sort of thing. I got to know all of it. And, and I bring that to the table when I'm coaching because I've seen it work. <laughs> I know what it's, what it's supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, yeah. And what were, what were, what was the other one you remembered? Oh, um, so the other tests were high five tests and strength finder. Strength finder is the most common one that yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that one. I don't remember what it's, what it's little categories are. Um, but, but you know what's really interesting is every time I do one of those tests, they all come out where I'm exactly in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's hilarious. Or it puts me in the category that is the randomizer kind of person. Right, right. And so it's like, okay, yep, that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're always a blend. You're always yes. a blend. That's that's so interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, because another thing that I've noticed and gathered from like kind of because I feel like I've I've been a student of studying, trying to study successful people for uh -huh. a long time. Because because I'm just yeah, yeah I, I know I know eventually I want to get there and I want to be successful. I just I'm not quite sure um, what my you know what my what realm your is. tricks. Exactly, exactly. I'm still refining my yeah. formula. And um, all of that, I, the biggest theme that I've seen is very successful people are, are very obsessed about mm -hmm. something that they're very passionate about. And they, and they go all yep. in on it. Whatever that, whatever that is, whether it's podcasting or speaking or they just, yeah, they, they find a way to be successful at it because that's, that's all they yes. think about. And, and usually, usually it's a healthy, hopefully, <laughs> it's a healthy, uh, healthy obsession, right? Like they just, they just continually want to refine the craft in whatever that area right. is. Right, and I, I actually want to talk about that a little bit. I'm glad you brought that up, Alex, because obsession is great, and we need people. Yeah, we really need yeah. people, and so having a support system around you where you can be in contact with people is the most, I, I will tell you, that is the secret to success for real. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have people around you, then, you know, one of my teachers, I, I'm quoting them because I just think it's a hilarious uh, thing. Your laptop will not come to your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know, your laptop will not deliver the eulogy. Your cell phone won't be there. <laughs> so um, you want people. You want people to support you. You want people to be around you. And I think one of the things that the pandemic really crippled us as human beings is by enforcing separation. And that's yeah, not natural. Yeah. That's not that's not healthy. And we're seeing it, all of the mental health 
people and um, social services people and even the police are going, yep, we're having lots of cases right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's a big thing. That's a really good point that you made because um, being too isolated for too long, it, it messes people up. It, it, it makes it, it really affects your mind. No matter, no matter how busy you are or how active you are mentally and physically, it's, it's, it's more challenging. Um, that social isolation makes things very challenging. And, and, it's, and it's not even necessarily having to, you know, the opportunity to talk to people, even for people that are introverted. It's a being yes. around people. Having the yes. physical presence of people around you, it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel secure. It makes you feel... Um, Connected. I don't know. It, it, I don't connected. know how to describe it. Connected. Exactly. Absolutely. Connected. Yeah. Every, everyone wants yeah. to be connected. They might not necessarily want to talk to everyone, but everyone wants to be, have that connection. Yes. To another human being. And, and I tell people, you know, you see famous, successful people and they look like they're standing by themselves. And trust me, they're not. You do not no, see no, no. the support no way. people yeah. who have been you know, making the phone calls, booking the planes, you know, doing the, the grunt work. <laughs> you know, they might be yeah. the person, the famous person, the successful person might be absolutely brilliant. You know, we'll take Thomas Edison for an example. You know, we always talk about, you know, Thomas Edison tried 2000 different filaments before he figured out what it was. Thomas Edison did not try 2000 filaments. Thomas Edison had a lab of about a hundred people <laughs> and, <laughs> and, he, and he assigned everybody a different filament. Try it. It doesn't work next. Try it. It doesn't work next. He had a hundred people trying this. <laughs> so, right. right. Yeah, yeah. No, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what people don't realize. Like, um, and yeah. And of course, like I'm, I'm realizing even more as I get older is like, Every person that's that's at that height of success, they have they have teams upon teams of people that helping is, them, like every step key. of the way. That is the key, and yeah. I see people, um, particularly in the tech industry, who are trying to do the solo garage work, you know, uh, typing on their laptop by themselves, and you know, there's only so far that'll take you. You've got to have people. You know, if you're a techie, chances are good you're not going to be good at marketing. You might be. Uh, you know, there's definitely combinations. But, but chances are good you're going to need somebody to do marketing. Chances are you're going to need somebody to do manufacturing yeah. or, or web hosting or you need other people. <laughs> so if there's anything that I can tell people, it's like get over being by yourself. Reach out to people, make connections, make make those those teams. Even if you start with one person, it it's better than nothing. Believe yeah. me. Yeah, no, and I totally agree with you there because that's actually kind of the stage that I'm at myself right now. Is like I want to grow my online brand and my online business, but uh, but I'm I'm at the point now. I'm like, you know what? I need to. I I actually need to get some help because. Trying to do it all on my own, it's like I've reached that phase uh, where, you know, I, I, I was doing a lot of, I was gaining a lot of momentum. I, I built my blog. I got the podcast set up. Um, I got all this stuff done. 
with a you know a fairly short period of time on my own. But but then you reach these roadblocks, and you're like, man, how do I how do I get past this? Like, and and because it, I'm building an online business, it's, it, you know, and where I'm from, it's, it's not really a super popular kind of business to build, or there's just not a lot of people that have expertise in it. So it's been a little more challenging for me, especially with the pandemic as well, trying to find and connect with people that know this stuff and, and what I'm talking about, because I've been reading about it. I've been yeah reading books on it, listening to podcasts on it, audiobooks, and still I'm like, I'm reaching these, uh, these, these challenges and I'm like, eh, oh, like, how do I, how do I get past this? So my friend from work, he's, he's very tech savvy mm-hmm. and I really get along with him really well. And I told him, I said, you know what, why don't, why don't we, why don't, you know, if you, if you're cool with it, why don't we, you know, potentially in the future, either partner up or I hire you as an employee and we just start working on it, just chipping away at it a little bit, a little bit, because I've gotten the bulk of it done. I've built the foundation. I just need help refining it now. So, um, and he, yeah, he was like, he was really excited about it. So, and we really see eye to eye in a lot of things. Uh-huh. So I feel like, you know, that's, he's going to be the first key confidant of mine to help me grow. Well, cool. Um, yeah, and, so. and um, there's, there's got, there's way more resources out there. You know? Oh yeah. That's that you're, you're just going to be overwhelmed with resources. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of resources. Them. Yeah. That's another thing is, <laughs> is uh, with your IT background, you're probably really good at analyzing a lot of data and then within that data, um, finding exactly what you need within, within all that data. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's what, that's where the challenge lies with the internet, whether you have help or not is you got so many different resources and so much different information. It's a matter of, okay, how can I, how can I trim this down, trim the fat to get to the core idea or the core principles of what I need to know? Right. Right. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's one of the things that I'm good at is being able to look at something and go, Oh, that, 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 not that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's what I'm like. Yeah, that's where I need help is I'm like, okay, I, I know what I want. I have the vision. How do I, what's the process or what, 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 um, you know, what do I got to do in which phase or what should I focus on in this phase? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, cause I'm all, cause it's all brand new to me. Right. And I'm just going in with, you know, glass half full mentality and optimism. But like you said, you need, you need that advice or that, um, that, uh, that coaching. Yes. Yes. And sometimes you need to be able to get out of your own way. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because this is this is one of the things that that I see a lot is people have what I call invisible roadblocks or invisible chains that they don't know they've got. And so there could be a million dollars sitting in front of them in terms of resources, people, things, and they literally can't see them, right? So it's like, have you ever, and I know the answer to this because everybody's done it, have you ever lost your keys, your glasses or sunglasses, your wallet, and you've looked, or your phone, and you've looked frantically for it? And then discover it in plain sight on the computer. <laughs> what you have just looked 40 times. 
Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That is yeah. called a negative hallucination. It's where your brain actually deleted that object from your consciousness. Mm. And this is what happens to people. They have these invisible blocks where something or someone could be right in front of them and could be the perfect resource. And they literally cannot see it because they have stuff going on inside. They have um, family history or they have societal history or they have something that causes them to reject that. Right. Because we got, that's when people have uh, mental blocks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And like, and the, the, the interesting thing is some people, I know a lot of people are unaware of when they feel like this. I am always like, I feel like I'm hyper aware. I think that's probably my problem is I'm always aware when I'm feeling a certain way. And I, and I, and the interesting thing is I, I always express it to anyone, you know, like my girlfriend or my parents, like anytime. I need to chat with someone about it. I always feel I need to communicate it to, to release that mental block. I have to talk about it versus some people. They like to internalize it. I'm, I like to vocalize it because then it's like, to me, it's like, I'm like releasing something that's kind of like giving me a, a mental block. Right. Right. And if you're aware of it and you can notice it, that's, that's always the first thing is noticing that you keep tripping over the same stuff or you keep being blocked in the same way, or you keep missing that connection. It's noticing that and then going, ah, okay, I'm, I'm noticing that this is what's going on in my life. I need to change this and then working it out. But most people just, you know, they end up going, oh, my God, I can never fill in the blank. You know, I can never meet people. I can never get the resources I need. I can never make money. I can never start a podcast. I can never. Yeah. They give themselves an ultimatum. Right. Yeah. And they just <laughs> made it real because they keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And one thing, one key thing, key takeaway from that is a lot of people, they self-sabotage themselves by their choice of words or wording and vocabulary. Um, that's a big thing that I've, I read when I was reading the personal finance book, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert uh, Kiyosaki. Oh, yeah. And he said, he said, words are, you know, words are very powerful. And if you use them, if you don't use them correctly, they can deter you or defer you from reaching all, your ultimate success. Or if you use them correctly, then they can send you to new heights. So right there, the biggest little tiny um, adjustment, that, that micro adjustment that people, all they need to make is just is to speak, speak more optimistically. You might not believe it right away, but I find for myself, the more I say it, the more I believe it. Right? That, that is and, it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then the one thing that someone said was to me was um, cause I was like asking him some, about something business related. And he's like, Alex, he's like, sometimes, you know, there's the fake it till you make it, but there's the believe it until you see it. Right. Exactly. That's Wayne Dyer. Yeah. 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 And that's, that, 
Exactly. Exactly. And so what he said was like, when he said that was like, believe yourself, believe yourself to be as of right now, if you want to be a millionaire, believe yourself to be a millionaire. Think of yourself as a, as a multimillionaire right now. And how would, how would a multimillionaire feel or think or act or um, go about their day? Yeah. Like, what would they do? Yes. And then try and try and try and feel yourself in, in that um, mindset. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Put yourself exactly. there. Yeah. Put all you're doing is you're is you're projecting yourself in the future, but as but right now, yes. and then you're trying to hold on to that vision. Yes. You are making and now this, real. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. there is no future. There is yeah. no past. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> um, there was a. a a uh, wonderful little uh, article that just came out recently. You'll have to look it up. Uh, I forget what media outlet had it, but basically um, scientists have really confirmed that there is no past. There is no future. There is now. So your past is completely imaginary. Interesting. Yeah, completely yeah, because... imaginary, and I know, and I've had, I say this to people all the time, and they come back to me, and go, no, I've got the scar from fifth grade where I fell. It's like, yep, you imagined it, because <laughs> you needed for that to be true, and as soon as you need for that not to be true, it's not going to be true. And here's the fun part: you're not even going to remember that that isn't true anymore. Because yeah, you, you, you. Yeah, because you're too focused on right. other things. It's, right? it's, yeah. it's here and now. That's it. What do you want to be right here, right now? Who are you? Which is, I think, the most important question. Who are you right now? Forget what your past said. Forget what anything else said. Who are you right now? Change your thoughts. And I go out on a limb here a little bit. Uh, change your energy. And by your energy... Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really meaning your thoughts because your thoughts put out an electromagnetic field. And the more consistent that electromagnetic field is, the more you live that and it writes back to your brain. Your brain fix, picks up that vibration, that energy, that electricity, and goes right back into it. Yeah, and that's like that same um, statement where they talk uh, about... Where, where your focus goes, energy yes. flows. And it's yeah. literal. Yeah. Absolutely it literal. is. It is. It's yeah. yeah. I was telling my parents every time I do a podcast episode, I get, I get an energy. Yeah. High from it. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause what, cause what the, um, what I realized about myself, the reason why podcasting, I love it so much is because I get to talk big ideas with people. And, and the, you know, before when I was younger, there was a lot of people that they, they just weren't on the same wavelength as me there. Like, I don't, I don't like to talk about fluff and small stuff. I like to talk about grandiose visions. Like, you know, if someone tells me like, I want to own a con, I want to own a whole condo development, or I want to build my own real estate company, or I want to, um, you know, like build my own medical clinic or or I want to have a road named after me. Like, I, I want to know, I want to know about that story. Like, what's your plan? Like, how do you want to do it? Like, to me, that, that those, those kind of questions are the, or um, someone that has any type of story, I want to hear about it. Yeah. 
That's yeah, that's why that's podcasting juice, is right. That, yeah, that is the juice. Yeah, because that's what forms uh, terrific connections and bonds with. People. Yes, is relating trying to find a common ground and how you can relate to their story. Yeah, and then and re- relating to their story from whatever moment to moment that you're in as of right yes. now. Yes, and expanding that connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. That's that's the juice. Yeah, it's it's truly incredible. And, and it's similar to the juice, you know, when I'm doing when I'm doing coaching with people or or any of my work with people, it's it's juicy when people just kind of open up and go, "Oh, that's possible for me. Oh, that's what I can do. Oh, right, you just reminded me of who I really am." And and they expand and they grow and that's juicy, right? Yeah, yeah. Because just by expressing how you feel about something to someone else, in a way it's helping them discover more about themselves. Yes. And I feel a lot of people, they, they need that. They need that, um, that opportunity to to expand their horizons and to open up because the more that you open up and you know say how you feel about your goals and your aspirations to to people that that you know that that will that will listen then it, it really creates that growth yes. curve and do you feel um astrology can help you find your true calling Astrology can help you more figure out what you want to avoid. Avoid. Okay. You know, so for me, banking would not be the answer. That's just no. (laughs) That's just a no. I get it enough about finance that, that I, I understand debits and credits. I understand you know, balancing, I, I, I get it because I've gone through it. I supported it for years. I wrote programs for it. I get it. Do I ever want to do this full time as a job? (laughs) Not only do I not want to do it, but please don't anybody ever hire me for that. (laughs) It would be a fail on both sides. Yeah, it is yeah, not yeah. where I want to go. And part of that has to do with, you know, where my personality is, what the energy is around me, what I've what I've come in with and and talking to people and being around people and helping them grow and expand and become more of who they are. Yes, absolutely. And that was actually my whole reason for being in I.T. Weirdly enough, it wasn't to play around with computers and computer programming. It was the first time that I created a program and hit run and it did something and spat out a result. I went, this is really powerful. This can change people's lives because if the computer can do that in 20 seconds or less, you know, a millisecond and, and it would take me 30 minutes to do, this is powerful. I want to learn how to do this so that I can make people's lives better. And that was my whole motivation through my IT work was doing something so people could do 
other things that, that lit them up. They could go be with their family or they could do more whatever it was in their job that was really meaningful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, that's what I love about technology is um, finding the tools and, and the, finding uh, automation or open source software that can help expedite or delegate stuff that you don't necessarily want right. to do all the time. That just just that, that frees up time and space and energy, and that saves you energy, and so you can redirect that energy to what truly matters yes. to you. Yes, yes. And then what truly matters to you might expand, evolve, change, be a little bit different. I mean, certainly there's people who uh, uh, Anita Morjani is one of them, and Dr. Eben Alexander. Um, is another where they had really, really high-powered careers and died. And they came back and went, eh, I think we're changing. <laughs> I don't think that's really the focus that I want to do anymore. Let's go that way. <laughs> so, you know, you don't have to die to have that happen. This is why they wrote the books. They did it so you don't have to, um, <laughs> because that that's the deal. You know, you need to figure out what's really important for you. And um, I tell people all the time, you need to cross money off of your list as being the most important yes. thing. You want to instead yeah. write down or, you know, publish what is that money gives you. That is the important thing. Right, right. And, right. Like so, you know, and if the answer is, you know, uh, I want a bunch of cash because I want to uh, lord it over people and make their lives miserable, I would suggest that there might be a different path for you. <laughs> but if the answer is, you know, my answer is I want to have a pile of cash so that I can do good, so I could do things for people that I could do things for the environment, that I could do things for animals. You know, I see, I get all kinds of solicitations all the time. It's like, I'd love to be able to say, okay, forget the Bureau of Land Management. We'll just, you know, create open space. I'm just gonna buy a bunch of land. Here we go, open space. Animals can do what they wanna do. Boom, humans are out of there. Let's, let's just do it. Kids need education. Great, let's give them education. Let's get the parents' jobs. Let's figure out how to... I mean, there's all these things that I would love to do with a pile of cash. <laughs> it's not the money. It's the things I want to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, money is just a resource to use for yes. the greater good of, yep. what you, of what you want to do. And, and, the, and that greater good will, will be different for every, every, every uh, different person. Just like everything is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I like how you talked about crossing money off the list because for the longest time um, when I was in banking, that's all people talk about in banking, right? Is like money, 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 managing right. money. And, and I was just, yeah, I was, that was just something I was very interested at, in, in at the time. And, but nowadays I'm like, because of my background and my knowledge is there because I spent so much time in banking, like, I just feel like I'm ready to cross my, I've, I've officially crossed like focusing yeah. on money off my list because, because it does, it deters you from, 
it makes you yeah. have mental blocks because you're like, oh, like how much money will I make off doing this? That's your that becomes the focal point of every action that you take. And that, that can't be the case because then you won't grow into the That's best right. version of yourself because, because you're only focused on the money. And even people with a lot of money, there's some people that are absolutely miserable because that's what they focus on. And now their life is in a wreck because they use, they use that vision, the wrong vision to get them to where they are. And now they're like, Jesus, why am I so, why do I feel soulless and so unhappy? Well, it's because that was their right, main focus the money, entire time. I know you're a ban- you're a former banker. You're you're a recovering banker. It's going to be, going to be a <laughs> yeah. startling statement to you. Money doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Money doesn't exist. It's just an energy. It's just an agreement between people that says, "Oh, if I give you this many XYZs, you're going to give me something else that." is equivalent to that. That's all it is. And right. It's all, it's it's all, all it is is exchange. Yeah. Yeah. Exchange of value. It's the only thing you got. Yeah. And so, you know, if you focus on money, you're focusing on, you might as well say, oh, I'm just focusing on oxygen and getting as much oxygen as I could possibly get. Well, okay. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> it, it, it's not really useful. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as I left banking, it gave me the opportunity to focus on what I really want to do. Like just, just focus on what I love to do and an experiment. And now that I have, now that, now that I've left, I've been able to create that space and just to try things more and not be like, Oh, like, you know, cause for a while there, I, it felt like my identity was so ingrained in banking that I was like, felt kind of lost for a little bit. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I need to go back to, okay, what do I really want to do? What is, what is, what does Alex want to do right now? So then I, I had to get out of that mindset of like, Oh, banking's my identity and it will be for a long time. Um, that's not the case. I, I was a, at that time of my life, I was a salesperson. Right. who happened to be a banker and my, my skill set was in sales for, for that amount of time. But as of right now, it's completely evolved. And I wouldn't say that I'm a banker or, or an ex banker or an ex salesperson or anything like that. I'm just a person who is doing what he wants to do as of right now. And that passion or, or love of what I'm doing will continue to be refined and, yeah, and evolve. You're just Alex for whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to attach. I'm, I'm no longer trying to attach any title or, or uh, give it any name or, right. or anything like that. Yeah, because you don't need to. Because when you attach too much, um, like a, a title yeah. or, or anything like, yeah, then it just then that's when it becomes attached to your identity. And then if you ever make a shift or a pivot, then sometimes it becomes difficult for you mentally because you feel that part of right. you is so ingrained right. in you. No, I, I will slightly. You know, my marketing hat just came on and there is a thing called branding, you know, and I have branded myself as the profit attraction master. And that's my that's my title. That's, you know, when people say, what do you do? I'm the profit attraction master. Um, Is that my identity? No. Is it my brand? Yes. Is it something that I can do? Yes. Is it my identity? No. So I'm really clear 
about where the boundaries are in that when you're talking about branding and branding is super important in your career. You know? um, you, yeah. You've got to be able to say, Hey, I'm the best at what I do. You know what you're doing. You just, and it yeah. doesn't matter who you're comparing yourself to. It's like, I'm the best. I'm just, I am just the best at what I do because nobody else can do it the way I do. Exactly. Cause I you're, cause you're, you're unique. Being I do things that nobody else yeah. does and I get results that nobody else does. Yeah. Cause everyone has uh, a, their, yep. their way of getting results. Yeah. And once they find what delivers the greatest results for them, then they can multiply that even more by sharing that Absolutely. formula with, with others. Wow. Well, this is an incredible uh, episode today, Sue. I got lots of golden nuggets and uh, tons of wisdom from you today. And I know oh, I'll definitely you. want to have you on again because my, my, my energy and my vibrations right now are uh, crazy. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> this has been a fun conversation. This is, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of questions written down for you, but like we, we definitely tackled half of them, but I know there'll be perfect for future episodes. Yes, I'd love to be back. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Well, uh, just before we go, um, where, where would be the best place for our listeners to find you? And then, um, where, what platform are you most active uh, on? The right platform now? I'm most active on right now is Facebook. Um, my Facebook business page is sweet sound of success. And I've got, I'm going to be launching, um, on Friday, June, uh, 6th, 5th, 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 Friday, June 5th, oh, 5th. 5th. um, uh, the first episode of my TV show reboot, um, on Facebook live, I'm going to be uploading a watch party. Um, it will also go up on my YouTube channel, uh, which is Positively Success. And um, and I'm really excited about that. I'm starting to interview people again. I haven't done that in two years now. Wow. Yeah, that's that'll, be, that'll be awesome. So you'll have to be on my show, Alex. <laughs> oh, I would like that. Yeah. I get to, I could talk all day about um, – because honestly – having excellent energy that's my brand that is my brand how can i my brand there is human optimization how can i how can i maximize my performance physically yes. and mentally okay yeah there you that's go. my brand so yes i'd be more than happy to yeah. join you on your uh your tv show we'll anytime yeah okay right on thank you alex awesome. it's been just so much fun being on your show Oh yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, if, uh, if you know anyone else that might want to get on my show, you know, it could be various industries, similar industries, um, anyone that, you know, that you respect and admire, let them know, run my name I by them and I'll definitely love to have them on. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Right on. Well, appreciate your time, Sue. I'll probably get you the audio for this probably within the next, Perfect. uh, Thank 24 you. to 48 hours. You too. Awesome. You take <laughs> care. All right. Bye for now. I hope you all enjoyed this special guest series episode brought to you by radioguestlist.com. Again, this is your host, Alex Muir. And if you'd like to learn more about kind of what I do and this podcast, Mindset Podcast, 
Um, You can check me out on my social media. I always post all my links of my social media in every episode that I post. And I share all my posts, uh, my podcast posts on my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So you'll be able to check out the podcast links on there. So if you want to connect with me, get to know me, I will be answering messages on there um, if you have any questions. And again, if you want to hear more episodes like these or if you have any feedback, please let me know uh, in, uh, on social media. You can send me a message or you can, uh, yeah, feel free to follow my uh, podcast and uh, be sure to you know, keep, keep checking in and see what I'm, what I'm up to. I really appreciate everyone that listens to my podcast and uh, hope you guys all enjoyed and see y'all next time. Take care.